I just love synchronicity. And anyone that knows me knows I love them, knows how much I love them. Hi, everyone. Alexis Brooks here from Higher Journeys, back from a little bit of a hiatus. So happy to be here with you today. It's been, oh gosh, it's probably been a month since we've uh, last visited uh, with Higher Journeys and Conscious Commentary. Uh, I was a little bit cryptic about why I had to disappear for a bit take some time off. But now I'm so happy to say that I can share with you that the time that I took off, I was not vacationing, I was working hard, (laughs) recording an audio book that is just released. I'm so happy I can finally talk about it. Uh, Just a little plug for my friends, William and Susan Buhlman. I was given the distinct honor of narrating their brand new book, not that new, but fairly new and brand new audio book, Higher Self Now accelerating your spiritual evolution. What an honor it was not only to to work with someone the likes of William Buhlman, as many in my audience know, and many around the world, William is uh, what I would call an expert in out-of-body experiences. He has written in depth about his own experiences. He's He has been extraordinarily um, dogged and really getting to the bottom of what this is all about. Um, and this book, Higher Self Now, uh, of course, uh, OBEs are inclusive of the subject, but it's really, eh, you might think it's somewhat of a sobering topic at first blush, because we're talking about the process of crossing over, but with a beautiful spiritual bent. And of course, the out-of-body experience is indicative of that. So I just wanted to give a little plug for Higher Self Now. I'd love for you to go uh, either to Audible, maybe I can have a link Actually, I do have a link on my website where you can go directly to Audible or Amazon uh, to take a look and a listen uh, at this brand new audio book. Just released, I believe, March 2nd. Brand new. So uh, shout out to William and Susan. And I thank you so, so very much for giving me the opportunity to be the voice and bring a voice to your beautiful words. Okay, so that's that. And that's why I was missing in action for a little while. But I am back and so excited. I am so excited because we are going to talk about synchronicity. This is obviously not the first time I've discussed such a subject, and it certainly won't be the last. But after what I am going to call, and I've, I have been racking my brain to try to come up with something um, apropos to call uh, what I have been experiencing, and, and I had an epiphany today. I am calling this or these incidences synchronicity clusters. Synchronicity clusters. What's that? What is a synchronicity cluster? Well, I'll tell you. It's obviously when you have one synchronicity, it's it's beautiful in and of itself. But when you have one and then another and then another in relative quick succession, you have to ask yourself, what's going on here? Why? I think we all do that when we when we have these very, very interesting, meaningful coincidences. I think the first thing we reach for is what's the meaning? And I'm not going to really get into that right now. I really want to just talk about what I really want to focus on. I want to tell you that the, all of five I had synchronicities within the span of several weeks, all very different, all having very different tones, but a, a cluster of them, literally. And then it waned a bit. 
So I want to talk about that. I, I definitely want to find out what your experience has been in terms of in more recent weeks or months or even the last several years. Have you been getting a spike in synchronistic uh, experiences? I'm hearing from a lot of people that the answer is unequivocally yes. We're going to delve into, uh, after I tell you the stories, a bit on the why. And of course, this is just my way in. Um, are we witnessing a thinning veil? That's the big question. So without further ado, let me get right into the stories because these are something. And as I, I said in uh, the post that will accompany this little podcast, uh, they ranged for me from whimsical to weighty, meaning sort of light and, and airy and, and fun to very serious and sobering. So again, without further ado, let me get into the first one. I, I believe these are in the proper order. I don't know that it matters so much, but just keep this in mind. Synchronicities, I had a windfall. We'll just call it that. I had an absolute windfall of synchronicities, I would say, beginning in mid-January and wrapping up around, oh, the first or second week in February. So roughly a few weeks, definitely less than a month. Let's start out with the weighty, because this is, I recall, is the first one I had. Here's the deal. And I'm going to be somewhat vague with this story because it is very serious. And it does involve people that I know, and I'm not going to mention their names. And I'm actually not going to get into what actually happened in, in specific detail. I just want you to get the gist of it. I was walking down the street one day, taking a little stroll. It was actually, I'll never forget, a sun, beautiful Sunday afternoon, uh, relatively warm given uh, the time of year. My husband was fixing a Sunday breakfast, my favorite uh, eggless omelet. <laughs> and so while he was preparing breakfast, I decided to take a little bit of a stroll. And as I'm strolling, you know, as we often do, we, we tend to get into a daydream mode. And maybe we're looking at uh, other people's homes and thinking about things we want to do to our home. And that's what I was doing, thinking about some renovations that I'm hoping to do in the not too distant future. And as I was thinking about looking at the different homes and thinking about maybe some things I might like to do with our home eventually, uh, a particular family friend, a couple, and their family came to mind. And for some reason, I thought of their home. Now, I know a lot of people that have homes. <laughs> but for some reason, I, I can't even recall why it was their home that came to mind. But it did. And I started finding myself in my mind, walking through the home and walking through the garage and trying to figure out where the garage connected to like the access from their garage door into their house. Because I, what I'm thinking of maybe doing is expanding our garage and, and doing a, um, another entrance. Anyway, without going off on a tangent there, I, I just began to imagine their home. But again, it was very vivid, like I was literally walking through the home and I don't go there that often. So I had to kind of recall the layout of their house. Okay, so that's that. Fast forward to the end of the day. Um, I found out something quite shocking. And this is where I, again, want to be somewhat vague. Having to do with this particular family and an, something very unfortunate that happened in that home. Not going to get into what it was. It was uh, a bit of an act that was not um, so great uh, by an outsider that intruded, essentially. The good news is that uh, all is well now. And um, what could have been very, very tragic ended up working out okay. 
that's all I'm going to get into there. Because again, I want to protect the, uh, I want to protect the anonymity of the, the people involved. But my point is, out of the blue, as I'm taking a walk earlier in the day, I'm thinking of this particular family home. And lo and behold, later in the day, I discover that there was um, a malevolent act that was done right in that home. And I might add, probably in the relative vicinity of where I was imagining myself walking. Woo-wee is all I can say. Uh, That was pretty heavy for me. Weighty, as I described it, not whimsical at all. That was a synchronicity. It, was it a synchronicity? Was it a precognition? That's something else I want to touch on a little bit later. But I want to get through this laundry list because like I said, there were five of them within a relatively short period of time. Here's number two. Let's talk about the audiobook that I was in the midst of recording, hence the reason for my hiatus from the show. This is a neat story. I wouldn't call it whimsical, but I wouldn't call it weighty. I'd probably rank it somewhere in the middle. And this is amazing. Listen to this. So I had been recording this this uh, this read, which was quite a lengthy book. Higher Self Now is a pretty substantial book. Um, I was well into the, the recording, so I was kind of getting into a groove and a rhythm. And by the way, folks, doing audio, as you know, I talk for a living, but doing an audio book is a whole nother level. And so it was clearly uh, quite uh, quite the task, but I, I enjoyed enjoyed it immensely. Well, in the midst of doing this particular chapter, I came upon a character, and this is a nonfiction book, of course, but the, the people that are mentioned in the book, uh, the author, one of the authors chose for uh, for obvious reasons to not use their real name. So this person's name that I was in the midst of recording the story was about a man, a young man named Danny. Danny. I had a question, I recall, uh, having to do with Danny's story. And again, I don't think it's worth really getting into the details about it. But it was the way if you know how a book is written, sometimes the the spoken word, it won't, it won't have the same effect. So I had a question about how I should handle this particular part of the book, or this particular story about Danny. And so I said, "Mm, I, I really don't want to bother William and Susan, but I think I need to do this because I want to make sure I get this right. And so I proceed to go to my computer and open up my little contact, you know, in, in your computer, you've got your contacts, our electronic Rolodex. And so I go to do that. Pause. Wait for it. I open up the contact folder. And what do I see? Danny. Danny was the name that popped up as if it were the last person I contacted. Now I need to stress something here. And I will tell you, I have an iMac. And for those of you that know iMac and know the little contact uh, program that we use, uh, without question, when you go to open up the folder or the program, it will show you the last name of the person that you looked up for whatever reason, whether you called them or emailed them, the last person that you opened in that program. I am here to tell you, hard on hand, that Danny, not only, and let me tell you who Danny is, Danny is a, a friend of a friend's little boy, <laughs> adorable. He's a teenager now who wanted to give me his number and wanted to talk to me about some things. I remember he gave me his number like two years ago. I have never talked to Danny on the phone ever. And he popped up 
as I was looking for William and Susan Buhlman's phone number to call them to ask them how I should handle Danny's story. I pause on this, folks, because that's deep. So the first question you might ask is, oh my gosh, was this the voice of Danny? And I might add that the, the character or the person that was portrayed as Danny, the name that was named Danny, is someone that is deceased. Because this book, again, is about uh, the crossing over process. It gave me chills. You know, I'm again, I'm not going to, I want to get through the list, but I want you all to meditate on how deep that is. And of course, as is always, as is per usual, we have this tendency to want to rationalize and go through the list of how this could have happened before we relegate it to a synchronicity. But I, I gave up. I just absolutely gave up. And I said, this was just a shout out from Danny. No doubt. Either way, it was a classic synchronicity and a beautiful one, I might add. So that's number two. Let's go to number three real quick, because I I have a feeling I'm going to be a little long winded today because I have so much I want to share on this. I want to talk about a dream. Now, before I before I get into this story, I want to preface it by saying, you know, we have so many labels that we tend to assign to, to certain phenomena, one of which in this realm is called precognition. Precognition is essentially having a um, a sense of something, whether it's a thought that comes into your mind or a dream that you have, and then invariably, you later find out that it plays out in 3D. So you could argue that this one I'm about to tell you uh, could be classified as a precog, but I'm going to use an analogy, which uh, I, I brought up before. And that is, there are, when it comes to these sorts of things, there really is no black and white. I think there are infinite shades of gray. And so not only would I definitely call this a synchronicity, it could be a precog as well. It could be, uh, oh gosh, it could be a number of things. Think think of shades of gray. So uh, the analogy that I use is uh, all crystals are minerals, but not all minerals are crystals. Well, in the same vein, all, let's see if I can get this right. All precognitions have a synchronistic aspect, but not all synchronicities are necessarily precognitive. Okay, there's the run up. Here's what happened. I had a dream about a local meteorologist who will also go unnamed, somebody here in my local market who is a weatherman. I'm familiar with him. I don't know him personally, but I, even more interesting that I should have this dream because I don't know him and don't necessarily think about him, but I did. And in the dream, wait for it. I dreamed he died. Eek. I've had enough of these dreams of people dying that I don't get too concerned about it because it's typically a metaphor. And come to find out that's what this was. I dreamt that he died. Period. End of story. Very sad, right? But I wake up and I find out the next morning he left his job at this particular TV station. A departure. He died from his job. (laughs) And actually ended up moving over to a sister station, I believe. It's interesting. This one, guys, is very interesting because, uh, as many of you know, I come from mainstream media. I cut my teeth in in radio, as a matter of fact. And I'll never forget, I had uh, a very similar dream. It's very interesting that these things are linked to people in the broadcast world. But I'll never forget, I worked for like a top uh, 40 radio station back in the, oh God, dating myself, late 80s. And I, in a similar fashion, had a dream that one of our uh, radio uh, account executives died. 
And the next day, I come to find out that she left the radio station. I can even name it. Kiss 108 in Boston. Left the radio station to take another job. So just wanted to add that little tidbit there. Again, you could argue that this is a precognition as opposed to a synchronicity. I happen to think that there is a common thread that runs through both. So that is that. Number three. Let me give you number four real quick, and I'm going to try to run through this kind of quickly. Let's talk about hummingbirds. Oh, I love that. Now, this is the whimsical. Remember I told you they ranged from whimsical to weighty. This is definitely the whimsical. Quick story. I have an iPad, a tablet, and I love to put beautiful images on them occasionally. And I don't know, something just called me to wanting to put a hummingbird image. I love hummingbirds, by the way. Love them so much. Can never, you know, have them get close enough to me to really get a good look. I love to grab my binoculars when I see them or even better, take a picture. But they will never, never sit still, obviously. So uh, I, I managed to grab a beautiful image, kind of a wallpaper that you might put on your computer a, a desktop or a tablet. And and so I did. As a matter of fact, if you're looking at this post, the featured image is in fact that image that I grabbed to put on my tablet. Okay, fast forward, only a few days. Guess where I was? California had just left the Conscious Life Expo, as a matter of fact. Uh, as some of you probably know, I was there covering it. And after the Conscious Life Expo, my husband and I decided to do a little bit of a respite at a, a, a brand new resort that uh, we hadn't um, visited before. Beautiful place on a golf course, sitting outside. We had a beautiful view overlooking the pool with a golf course behind on the ground level. So it was absolutely beautiful. So the next morning I get up, go outside to have a, a cup of coffee. There's a beautiful plant and I wish I could call the species of plant, a flowering plant, beautiful red flower. Uh, that was literally right in front of our door. So I'm sitting out there having coffee and the beautiful flowering bush, I should call it, is right in front of me. And what comes right over to me? Not one, but two more hummingbirds. Or maybe, let me correct myself, it was probably the same hummingbird that came back multiple times. Oh my goodness. Remember, just a few days ago, I thought I'll never be able to get a picture of a hummingbird. So I might as well grab one from uh, from the net to put on my tablet. Well, how wrong was I? This hummingbird, folks, and by the way, I also have a picture of the image that I was able to capture one of probably a dozen stunning images of this hummingbird. And guess what? The one that I got the best one of all, almost mimics I won't say exactly, but it's pretty darn close to the image that I put on my tablet. Mm, You have to see it. It's just simply stunning. So there you go. What's that? Number four, synchronicity number four, whimsical, beautiful, the universe giving me a shout out. Here you go, Alexis. Here's your hummingbird. He wouldn't stop showing up, actually. (laughs) I'm not afraid of hummingbirds, but he got so close at one point I had to shoo him away. So there you have it. The hummingbird story. Here's number five, the fifth and final. And I want to stress again, we're talking in the span of a few weeks. This also has to do with my trip out west. Uh, I, I will mention first names because I think I uh, I shared, well, not only did I share the story with them, they're part of the story, um, but I have no problem mentioning first names here. Uh, two individuals that I have uh, got a chance to meet actually at an experiencer Yes, that would be an ETUFO Experiencer conference, conference this past summer 
in Maine, here in Maine. Well, fast forward to the Conscious Life Expo. These are colleagues, people that are in the field. So it wasn't too shocking to see them at the Conscious Life Expo, even though we met all the way back here, back east uh, a few months before. We bounced around, so it wasn't too shocking. It was lovely to see them. Alex and Ryan, shout out to you too. Okay, but that's not the synchronicity, folks. Here it comes. Wait for it. (laughs) So after we left the Conscious Life Expo, just to repeat myself, we again, we went to Palm Springs, this time We'd actually gone to two different resorts. And this one uh, we spent a couple of nights at is one of our favorites. It's called the Agua Caliente. Little plug for them. It's absolutely stunning in Rancho Mirage, uh, Palm Springs, California. My husband and I, you know, Conscious Life Expo is over. We're doing some downtime, enjoying ourselves. We had just come back from dinner uh, on the hotel premises and decided to come outside to have a nightcap, the beautiful fire pit that that sits alongside the pool, poolside. And it's night, and we're walking up to the fire pit, and, you know, saw a few people sitting there, not unusual, because it's absolutely stunning, and it's huge. And as we get closer, the eyes, you know, come into focus. And there they are, Alex and Ryan. Alex looks at me. Here's another synchronicity, folks, Alex and Alexis. Go figure. Alex looks at me and says, didn't I just see, and then I finished the sentence for, didn't I just see you? Folks, we're 150 or more miles away from Los Angeles, roughly a good distance. There are dozens upon dozens upon dozens of resorts and places to go. There's Alex and Ryan. Alex, who I had just seen a few days before, 150 or so miles away. There are synchronicities embedded within that story that I'm going to hold off because I know I'm way over time here. But I wanted to get that in because, again, whimsical, happy, fun, one of those things that makes you go, hmm, (laughs) we had a lovely time. They were actually with friends of theirs. And I'm going to give a shout out to Anne and Shauna or Shane. I hope I'm saying that name right. And we met them for the first time. But lovely people. There was also a sighting. Oh my gosh, I'm thinking of all these things that happened while we were sitting there by the fire pit. We believe we had somewhat of a an unidentified sighting. I'll leave it at that. Maybe we can get into that later. All of this happened with this synchronistic meetup with Alex and Ryan. So there you go. One, two, three, four, five in the span of less than a month, three weeks or so. Now, let me get to the point here. Um, what's happening? I had a, what I, as I think I mentioned at the top of the show, what I'm calling a synchronicity cluster, a, a windfall of synchronicity in a short period of time. So the question becomes, why? I mean, one is enough for you to scratch your head and say, what was that? But when they happen like this, in, in, in what I would call quick succession, is there a reason for this? And this is where I want to go with this. And I'm going to probably leave you with the question to ponder for yourself. I have said this many times, folks. I believe, I am convinced that we are in the midst of an elevation, an evolution of sorts, and, and a graduation of consciousness by virtue of the frequency of psychic experiences we are having, inclusive of which are synchronicity, intuitive hits, uh, and other such things, other such anomalies of, of reality. 
I did a show, you might recall, with my friend John Holland, well-known psychic medium, and that was sort of the theme of our discussion. Is the veil thinning? And I wanted him to tell me, share with me, because he talks to hundreds, if not thousands, of individuals uh, about uh, the process of mediumship and, and, and particularly dealing with, quote unquote, the other side. But in that conversation, he shared with me and admitted to me that the, a lot of the people that he is speaking with are, in fact, having extraordinary synchronistic experiences and psychic experiences with more frequency. So the ultimate question is, is what I call the veil, the veil, assuming that there is such some sort of uh, a boundary between this 3D world and everything else. And I always say the everything else is infinite. A veil between the physical and the spiritual. Could it be that it's thinning? Could it be that the experiences that I am convinced more people are having more frequently, including synchronicity, and even probably, I know I can speak for it, synchronicity clusters, could this be an indication that that veil is melting away? And most importantly, moreover, if it is melting away, imagine what we will have access to that we will be able to literally shift the paradigm about how we live our lives, how we function in our lives, what we have access to in terms of information. You know, you've heard the term the field, I'm sure many of you, and that that field is something that we are in, uh, inherently plugged into. But but now, I would just say that the, the voltage or the wattage has gone up exponentially, if in fact, this veil is thinning, something is happening. I'm just hearing it too much. As a matter of fact, I'm really excited that tomorrow I will be a taping yet another, I would call them synchronicity cluster of a friend of mine. She told me I'm not going to spill the beans right now because I want to let her tell you that's uh, as of now going to be my next conscious commentary. I'm staying on this synchronicity thing for a while, folks. I am because it's exciting. And it's, uh, it's evidence, I think, of something much bigger. And I want us all to pay attention. Keep track, as I have said to you all before, if you have a synchronicity, a meaningful coincidence, something that you just can't explain, say out loud, synchronicity, acknowledge to whomever, whatever this phenomenon is that I see you, I hear you, I get it, and I want more of them. Give me some, give me a cluster of them. Neat stuff, folks. Let's pay attention. I do think we are on the precipice of something big and I want us all to partake in it and take it seriously because I think that this may just be the key to open a door to to gifts the likes of which we've never seen before. So let's take note of that. I hope you enjoyed my little stories. The, the I still, particularly the hummingbird, you know, light, whimsical, beautiful, lovely. Synchronicity, it's a beautiful thing. Listen, I will talk to you soon. I might as well give a plug to this one. My next show coming up, this is the long version of Higher Journeys TV. I will be bringing to you Linda Moulton Howe and Barbara Lamb, who I also had the pleasure of interviewing while at the Conscious Life Expo. So stay tuned for that. That'll be coming up next Wednesday. I do not have the date in front of me, uh, but you will you, you will see it soon. You will see it very soon. So again, I appreciate you taking the time out to listen to this little episode of Conscious Commentary. Until next time, I am your host, Alexis Brooks. <laughs>